Hello, this is Paul De La Garza with High Performance Business Solutions, and welcome to Success Tips. At this point, we have arrived at the final stage of the Mindset Series. We call this stage Results. You will remember that we had the original beginning of this particular series was based on self-talk, which went into self-esteem, and of course, actions or behaviors. Now we are going to arrive at the culmination of what all those three things lead you to in terms of the results and the desired outcomes that you wish to achieve. I do sincerely hope that by this time you have had an opportunity to look at each of these videos and carefully contemplate exactly what kind of self-talk you're saying to yourself, what kind of self-esteem you're experiencing and creating for yourself and as a result of that, what kind of actions you are taking. And in the process, to discover the innate ability that we have as human beings to generate and manifest just about any desired outcome that we would like to have. As always, what I'd like to call upon you to do is that if you have not seen the preceding videos on self-talks, self-esteem and actions, I would like to ask you to please put this particular video on hold and watch those three. And while we are going to do a summary of a number of the highlights of each of those episodes, I think that having the entire picture of the content of what we have presented, the stories that are associated with it, and the steps that you can take, positive steps that you can take to implement positive and concrete action and start making changes in your life, it will become powerful for you to be able to go through that and once you've done that, this particular episode is going to be by far more meaningful. So let's talk about self-talk. You know, that is the constant internal dialogue that we have within ourselves that is either affirming, in either way, affirming exactly how we are going to see ourselves, the kind of dialogue that we think has been originated either by upbringing, by the people that surround us, by programming. And if we are not present, if we're not aware of what's happening, these statements of self-talk can really turn into affirmations that will truly have an impact upon how we define ourselves. And of course, as I have already mentioned in times past, this has a direct impact upon our self-esteem and therefore our actions. And negative self-talk can absolutely create obstacles that if we're not careful, we may rationalize to be obstacles that are insurmountable. On the other hand, if we have got a positive self-talk of our abilities, recognizing that we can, if we persevere, if we prevail, not to quit in the midst of adversity, it's amazing how that has a direct impact upon our own self-esteem and the environment in which we live, because essentially we are creating that environment. The environment that I'm talking about is an environment of joy, an environment of positivity, then knowing and recognizing that we are the captains of our own ship and that we are the makers of our own reality. And that if we decide, we can have an extraordinary life. Now I'd like to talk to you about self-esteem. When I speak about self-esteem, I'm talking about really about self-awareness or self-recognition of some of the innate qualities that we have, some of the things of which we feel that we are capable that perseverance, that call to our better angels, that if we are disciplined and dedicated enough that we will be able to call upon that and generate some extraordinary results. 
I am not talking about a self-promotion that borders on ego, if not presumption, if not arrogance. That's not what we're talking about there. Our self-esteem is to just simply recognize the things that we can do, not only for the promotion of our well-being, but also for our ability to promote the well-being of the people that surround us, which in reality becomes one of the things that define us to the highest level and that really trigger our highest and best state of mind and state of being. Clearly, there will be situations in your life that you will face, and if you haven't already, that will be well outside your control. Things that you cannot influence even. But the fact remains is that while you cannot control these things, you can certainly control the way that you respond to them, how you interpret these things to be, how they are to be impacting your life. An interpretation of the circumstances that surround you is a very powerful thing to practice. You can interpret them to be negative or positive. You can respond to be either a victim or you can be a person that is empowered. The next step that we covered during our series was actions and behaviors. This is where the rubber meets the road. This is where all the things that you have been saying to yourself in terms of your self-talk, all the things that you have seen in your self-esteem and how you have through affirmations engaged into promoting that self-awareness and knowing that you can, that you are able. This is where all of that is orchestrated into a positive, affirmative, concrete action on your part. The power of action, and especially compelled by a strong decision, is enormous. It moves energy. When you move, the universe, the energy moves along with you. You've heard me say in one of the installments, when a decision is made with passion and conviction, Providence will make available resources unbeknownst to you to facilitate the desired end. Yet, such action has to be based on a strong sense of self-awareness and self-esteem. The power of self-awareness is enormous. Self-awareness is going to truly engage that self-esteem. That self-esteem is going to be the propellant of actions and behaviors because it will give you that empowerment and it will give you the ability to create commitments and decision-making, that component that is so essential, that emotional component that truly makes the difference between just planning to do something and yet deciding to do something and then doing it. It's amazing. You see people that have succeeded in their lives and you'll see how consistently they will tell you that they have to decide first in order to be able to really act decisively. Yet these actions have to be based on a strong, well-established sense of self-esteem. A self-esteem that is based upon a truth-oriented type of value. Because once you do that, your actions will take hold. And they will take hold not only for the moment, they will take hold for time to come. This is a very important component in terms of the action aspect of the way we live. Having said that, nothing will happen until such time that you take these steps. That self-esteem that's going to help you make the decision to act and the action itself. Very important, action is everything. So where does Providence fit in, in this entire process? Well, in a very important role. St. Augustine used to say, I will work 
as if everything depended on me, but I will pray as if everything depended on God. The famed author Norman Vincent Peale also had a saying that I really, really liked. It basically says, God provides the winds, but I must raise my sails. I would like to actually feature a couple of stories of people that have actually gone through, shall we say, the journey of the, the vision, the dream, the failure, the, the, the self-talk, the self-esteem challenge in so many ways, and that ultimately they took the actions and the results were extraordinary. The first example is Steve Jobs. If you consider the humble beginnings that Steve Wozniak and Steve Jobs had, they started this little company, which was initially intended to be nothing more than just simply sell, selling computer parts in a garage. And this little effort turned out to be a company that eventually become a billion dollar company with in excess of 4,000 employees. Think about the situation that Steve Jobs must have gone through in order to be able to deal with all the fluctuations that went, that he experienced through the journey. Everything ranging from the first, for starters, the self-talk, what he was saying to himself to make sure that he constantly maintained a vision and what he was saying to himself to maintain himself at that position of achievement. And then eventually the self-esteem, the things that he had to deal with in order to be able to deal with some of the challenges that came after he opened up the company called now Apple. He gets fired and eventually he gets rehired. And then Apple became the first trillion dollar company in the history of the private sector of the commercial world in the United States and for that matter of the planet. This is an individual that if you really want to go through the four components of the cycle, self-esteem, excuse me, self-talk, self-esteem, actions and results, prime example of what we're talking about here. The other individual that I like to talk to you about is Albert Einstein. And while I don't have much to tell you about Albert Einstein that you do not already know, I wanted to offer you a couple of things that you might not have taken into account or that I would like to remind you of. Albert Einstein initially had a tremendously difficult time. He did not really know how to speak fluently until about the age of nine. He got expelled over out of a couple of schools. He had very, very great difficulty in the Zurich Polytech uh, School and University. And eventually he became the gem of the, physics, the physicist's world and, and just simply created extraordinary findings that to this day have defined the way that we see our own existence. Here's a man who in many cases had to constantly examine his self-talk and his self-esteem and the things that he was doing constantly. Look at the results that he generated. You know, as we complete this series, I would like to tell you that success really is just simply not overnight. Success has its foundation in a number of challenges, failures, number of deviations, and frankly, in some cases, a number of interruptions, and yet we come back. And it goes back to that self-talk. Can I do this? Will I be able to do that? And it's that programming that we were talking about. And then that self-esteem. And again, it's a matter of self-awareness and calling upon your better angels for that, those innate gifts that you have 
And then the most important thing that you can do is take those two things, once you really have prepared, and take them out for a test drive through your actions. Actions is the journey. It is only through the journey that we can really truly begin to discover the things of which we are truly capable. So here are a couple of steps that I would like to talk to you about in terms of how you can go about really crafting your self-talk, self-esteem, and the actions. For starters, let's make a list. And the list is very simple. Make a list of all the things that you are saying to yourself that may not necessarily be serving you well. And then ask after every list, every point that you're making the list, ask yourself the question, is it true? And then is it, but truly ask yourself that. And then put in there the habit or the affirmation that you want to replace that negative self-talk with. We've spoken about gratitudes. The second thing I would tell you is recite your gratitudes every day. And I'm talking about gratitudes for the wonderful meeting that you had the day before, for the blessings that you have from the standpoint of your family, your friends. I will say respectfully one thing. You may or may not agree with, you, with me. You have something to be grateful for. There's no doubt about it in my mind. If you're breathing, if you're erect, even if you are ill, if we really focus on some of the things that we are dealing with, there's always something for which we can be grateful. And it gives that gives us an extraordinary perspective of our own living and of our own abilities. The next thing I would ask you to do is answer the question today. How do I love more? What can I do to validate people? What can I do to listen better? What can I do to promote the well-being of the individuals that surround me? Because as St. Francis said, it is in giving that we receive. It's extraordinary to see that as we give of ourselves, our reality changes. Our reality begins to flourish. We begin to rise our spirit to really its true place, its true ability. That saying goes, a rising tide lifts all boats. You become that rising tide. And this is what I'm saying is eliminate the drama from your life. Focus on your personal accountabilities, focus on your personal abilities, and the things that you aspire to do, and recognize, like St. Augustine, that a lot of it depends on you, on what you bring to the table, how you conduct your life on a daily basis. A fantastic way of actually enhancing your self-esteem is by bringing value to the people that surround you. How is it that you can contribute to them? And it's amazing what happens when you start doing that you start feeling better about yourself. Think about it. You come to a stoplight, there's an individual with a cardboard, with a cardboard sign, so anything will help. And you see that he's got a dog or there's a woman that's sitting there and it's 32 degrees outside. You have a couple of choices. You can say, ah, if I give him any money, he's gonna probably go and spend it on booze. Or you can say, no, I see you, I hear you. It doesn't really matter what you do with the money. I just want to let you know that you matter. And when you give them that dollar or five or 10 or $20, you walk away feeling that you have actually promoted someone's well-being, even for an instant, for a small instant. But now you start bringing value to the people that surround you. You can do the same thing by the way that you interact with people and reminding them of how well, how good that could be simply by actually just listening to them and looking at them as if 
they are the most important person in the planet in that time. When you have that, you get a reflection of that wonderful energy right back to you. And it's amazing how your self-esteem begins to flourish. Talking about energy, I want to remind you, you are responsible for the energy that you bring wherever you stand. And the reason that is important is because the energy that you bring will be adopted by that situation. And people can perceive that. So why not simply be aware of the energy that you bring and bring the best energy that you can? Again, another way to enhance your self-esteem and your well-being because all these things are nothing but reminders of who you really are already. If you're being burdened by a memory of the past, what I would ask you to do is to go back to that memory. Take a moment, pause, a very private moment, and look at that person who may have committed a transgression against you and forgive them and release them so that you can no longer have to deal with the burden of having to carry that situation every time that something happens that reminds you of that instance. When that happens again, after you have released and forgiven, you are free. You have liberated yourself. You are now ready to fly. I would say to you that this is a constant work. This is not something that you do once and then it will last forever. This is like breathing. You have to do it consistently. So I would invite you to reaffirm your affirmations, to constantly bring them forward and write your gratitudes, write your affirmations. I think I shared with you in one of the installments, I lead a purposeful life in pursuit of the highest good for myself and for those who surround me. Think about the meaning of that statement. And if you were to reaffirm yourself constantly as to how that really impacts your life, you will begin again to see an extraordinary sense of self developing within you, which equates to an incredibly strong self-esteem. If you're having difficulty starting certain things or doing and you're putting them off, don't think about the final outcome. Focus on starting and do nothing more. If you're having difficulty losing weight, don't try to say to yourself, oh, I'm going to lose 50 pounds within the next 30 days. That's just simply not going to happen. Not unless you get ill. But what can happen is that you say to yourself, you know, I want to lose two pounds this month. And the way I'm going to do this, I'm going to take 10 minute walks. You know what's going to happen? You take your 10 minute walks and when you least expect it, you're going to be taking 30 minute walks. Focus on starting. And lastly, once you start something, once you start your affirmations, once you start your gratitudes, once you start really connecting with people, stay with it. Have this become a part of your daily living and you will truly begin to peel the onion of the things that were enveloping you that were not being of service to you. And you will begin to see that incredible light begin to shine through because you're getting rid of the cloaks of the fear, the frustration, the, the anger perhaps, they're no longer playing a role in your life. What really is seeping through is the light that you have naturally given to you so that you can serve the people that surround you more than anything, that you can truly shine to the person who you truly are. This concludes the Mindset Series. I want to invite you to continue watching our series because we are going to be talking to an, about a number of different topics in the next couple of weeks. Stay tuned. We have some really good stuff coming your way. Thank you so much. May God bless you. Take care and be welcome.